how did they go? I just fucking found them. Okay, no, that ain't it either. It's too many. Okay. I'm gonna leave this in. I'm gonna leave this in. We're recording again? When did that happen? (laughs) Bitch, I literally said, I'm recording. You watched the countdown. And again, at two seconds in, you said, oh, wait, let me get my... Two seconds before the countdown was over. So I'm gonna leave all this in. Like, Guys, it's it's here. been a long day. I have been what up I with. since 4 30 a.m. with no nap. So please, please forgive me. So here we go. Hey y'all. I'm Jaleesa Chantel. Hey y'all, it's Sheree. And we are Menaces to Book Society. It's just menace to book society. That's just. I know, but I wanted to say what it was the way I said it. God. Okay, so how are you, friend? Why are you giving? Y'all should see the look she's giving me right now. (laughs) Y'all should have seen the look she's giving me right now. I don't appreciate it. So annoying. I know. I love it. And this is this is why we have a podcast together because two annoying people can be together. Um, I'm doing pretty good. I mean, minus my headache that I had today. Um, I'm pretty sure my mother is annoyed with me, but what's new? She should have thought about this 33 years ago. Um, she should have had another. So yes, she had a little bit. Absolutely not. Well, she almost that did. Was, but, you know. Yeah, um. Yeah. So yesterday, I after I got home back from the gym and I took a shower and everything I had put my shirt on and my hair was in my shirt and I had already like FaceTimed her before I took a shower to talk about nothing so I FaceTimed her again and to put talk the about camera nothing. to put the camera I put the camera on my counter and she was like yes and I said I don't want anything I just want to show you this and then I flipped my hair out of my shirt so now it's my turn to give you just time. just wait until just wait until these bad boys are past oh my, my shoulder blades i mean people are already sick of me from how i'd be like flinging my dress but just wait just wait till those Lord hang Jesus. past I'm the shoulder i'm up i'm just saying look how long mine's gotten yeah they're getting really long i um also i've got a little shrinkage from me wetting it this morning but have finally I finally finished another book on my February TBR, so I've I've yeah. I've finished two books. Um, out of how many? I was supposed to read six. Mm. So a third. Two of, two of them got returned to the library, but I had checked out the audio version, forgot about it. But luckily, you you had my back, and you just said accept. Because I figured it was you. Because I was like, I know my mama ain't reading that. They, she really, I don't even know in these days, but she mostly be on Audible. So I was like, it's got to be her. So I'm going to go ahead and check it out just in case she don't need it. She can send it back. But it's best that I just go ahead and check it out. I totally forgot that I did that. And I was like, damn, well, who did that? But it was me. Um, it was you. It wasn't me. <laughs> it was definitely you. It's got a nice cover, but it's not a cover that catches me. It seems like it's a cover that would catch me. It's, it's also about spirits so yeah that's what it looks like <laughs> that's exactly it, what it looks like yeah it's about this it's i mean but i feel like i feel like you would like it because you liked the taking of jake livingston is it similar to that one it is similar to this one like 
it's it's based i think it's after like hmm, i'll have to read the synopsis but basically something happens to this girl in washington dc and then like a spirit holds something over her because you know when you ask the spirits for something they also take something and so she's Mm -hmm. indebted to the spirit and then the spirit's like oh well if you want to get out of this debt you gotta steal x y and z and so now this girl has to work with other people plus spirits on trying to get the stuff done but it's not like it's more adult i guess Mm -hmm. so i think you would like it um so yeah I've officially finished two books. I'm in the middle of listening to that Monsters We Defy and then reading another book called uh, Decent People, which I started like two weeks ago, but it's kind of slow. It's historical fiction slash murder mystery. That sounds like a lot. But it's kind of slow. So I don't know how I'm going to finish it. Oh, actually... If you've been reading it for two weeks, you might not. I have another book that I started at the beginning of the month called Belladonna, the one that has the really pretty cover that I sent you Mm -hmm. and the inside, but it's also slow. So, y'all, I have a really hard time reading books that are really slow, and I'm really trying hard not to DNF either one of these books and to give them a chance. Because it sounded like that's where it's headed. It sounds like I'm the DNF queen. But I, really and like I struggle so much. Like I'm, I feel like I've gotten better, but I struggle. I struggle with it for sure, for sure. So yeah, you know, I just been, I've been, I've been, I've been good. You know, that is good. That's good to hear because you know, you know, life be lifing. Life be lifing. Life. Oh, but something that the people don't know, but that you know, is that I got tickets to Beyonce. And oh, so that's, that's, yeah, really, yeah. that's really what's keeping me afloat, to know that I'll be seeing Beyonce, Giselle Knowles Carter, on September 21st. That's really what's so, keeping oh, me always together. Yeah, she's starting with Europe first. So she's coming to the States. But yeah, and one of my friends bought, she bought a ticket in Houston, mm-hmm. and she was, like, in the hundreds, and I was like, oh, that's really good, and she spent a lot of money, and she was like, but I'm trying to get four seats. Last week, this bitch posted, she got four seats at the Seattle show. Row three, seat three. That sounds expensive. Very expensive. I got another friend who's also, like, on the floor in Club Renaissance gonna be able to like breathe her air directly that sounds like it sounds expensive the next renaissance the next concert you know i'm gonna be on the floor i'm gonna be on the floor i'm gonna be able to reach up and touch her and touch her Mm-hmm. I want to be able to reach up and like when she walks by and she says hi to people and like sometimes she sticks her little hand out. I want us to like touch fingertips. Not stick her little hand out. <laughs> Not stick her little hand out. That is <clears throat> getting ready to record. She's so rude. You are so rude. You're bitch. You flipped me off. I was flipping the camera. And then and then and then 
we did a countdown we did the countdown and then you're gonna start <sighs> talking about something else make me stop that recording and then we started this recording and then you did the same thing and i'm not i'm not editing i'm not editing the beginning of this out i want these people to hear what i deal with i don't they don't need to hear everything no i cut that one off i'm talking about this new one that we did when you were like wait let me find oh it's too many it's too many oh that was funny because it is there's so many things labeled for this in my notes that i am like overwhelmed yeah i have a lot i need to go through my notes because i got a lot i need all my notes though i still got notes from 2016 bitch Wow, I ain't got that. I ain't got that many. Look, I got something from 2016, then it jumps to 2019, and then we go into 2020. <laughs> so I don't know what happened between 2016 and 2019 that I was just like, fuck the notes. I guess so. But whatever. Anyway, how have you been? I have been here. Uh, this weather in Texas, <laughs> if it was a person. I'd go to jail for murder because there makes no sense as to why we're going through all four seasons in a day when we actually technically only feel two summer and winter um for like two weeks i don't understand my body is in disarray okay and, i feel that uh, i feel that because last week it was it, cold as it's, hell oh girl cold as hell and today what was- 80 Today it is 80, it's well, 81 was the high, but 81 was the high today, okay? Yeah, I, I felt the 81. I was freezing last week too, that's why I was in the emergency room twice, okay? I just, pick a season, bro, pick a season. Also, I still, no therapy. Enjoy, I actually enjoy our two weeks of spring and fall. I would too, if we weren't getting spring and fall and winter mixed in together with it like give me consistency be cold or be hot or be spring be cold be hot or be spring don't do it all together at one time don't don't do it all together at one time we don't need it all in one day or even in the same week okay i just need you to pick something so my body can settle because until then i'm probably going to be rude as fuck because why and i still got to go to work so it's really don't work for me okay? you're it always really... rude as fuck you're always rude as fuck ah that's true. not really so i don't only to some only to only to the people i love it's the way i show my life <laughs> if i was nice all the time y'all would be like okay she's about to end it all y'all wouldn't what know what to do if i was nice i am nice like 35% of the time I do things for you. Look, the way I'm nice is different. Okay, I don't know. Lord, send the fire. I because she's she's telling stories right now. Maybe like two percent of the time. I am such a kind, gentle, loving, nurturing person. I don't know where this is coming from. I feel attacked. I feel just useless, unworthy, unloved. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, I went there because I'm not that bad. I am not that bad. Okay, most let let some folks tell it. They could never see me be anything 
but a kind. Because they're fucking delusional. Loving person. Because they're delusional. That is no, they see the real me. They see through all of the all the trauma. They know me. <laughs> That's funny. Y'all are listening to lies. <laughs> I would never. I would never. I would never. Because why would I lie? That's look. That's why y'all call me rude because I don't lie. So don't go there. Because you're lying about being nice. Thirty five percent of the time. At least look now. If I said fifty, okay, you're pushing it with more than twenty percent, lady. Oh wow, really? I'm that bad. Anyway, Pretty anyway, much. anyway. Um, so I'm still, still no therapy. My poor therapist. Y'all say a prayer for my therapist. She is zero, but she's she's sexy. Okay, so it's been about a month now. No therapy and girl, we got so much juicy and shit to talk about. I can't wait. I want to text her so bad, but I need her to rest so she can get back to work and do what she loves doing. But I want to talk to her so bad. I got some things, girl. I need to talk to her about. That's gonna be funny. Um, I don't have therapy this week either, and I had to call my mom um, and tell her about something I realized about something because I wasn't having therapy, so I had to tell somebody. So I told my mom. You didn't choose me? No. Rude. I didn't choose Liz either. I chose Rude. I chose my mom because my mom is just gonna sit there and look at me and let me talk and then be like, okay. Rude. All of it's rude. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> but it's cool. I remember that. I remember that. I do. Um, um I what else that. is going on? I had a great weekend. I bet you did. Um, and then I was back to work, you know, um, life's good. Today was an easy day, easy day, long drive, but an easy day. We finished an hour early. Well, we seen the last person an hour early and then somebody snuck in. So it was fine. But you know, other than that, I've just been chilling really. Cause my body is like, girl, we, we ain't doing shit. Go lay down. My camera lay down. look really ashy. Like. Well, you just made it worse, by the way. I sound like I sound, I feel like I sound really tired, y'all. I'm so sorry. I am really tired. You should see what I look like right now. You don't sound tired. You sound like your normal self. I feel like I always sound tired, but that's cool, too. <laughs> well, if that's how you feel, look at this. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not here to tell you otherwise. Look at this. Why is my shrinking so much? I don't understand. Because that's that's, that's what happens in the baby black hair stage. Is a but that's what happens right. in the baby stage of loss. It's dumb. They shrink. It's dumb. Wait till dumb. you get to the teenage stage. Girl, and she I asked her, I said, Is any of it starting to lock? And she was like, nah. And it's because of your hair. So I was like, oh, Yeah, how long have you had them? Since October. Really November. But that's not the point. I thought it would at least start somewhere. Some people start locking, at least at the end. They just curling. They ain't even thinking I, about locking. They just curling. Mine were locked by three months, but we also have different hair texture. Because some people, it and takes apparently almost mine is complicated. 
I'm yeah. mine is probably gonna take that long. Yeah. Some people it takes them almost a year before they lock. It's Ooh. stupid. I'm gonna be I just needed to start locking so that I can actually feel like I know I got locks, but like I want it I just I needed to start this process. I ain't got patience. This is not something that I should have done, but I love it. Like I, I you, want the end result now. You and one of my friends have the same um lock. <laughs> How long did the it same. take for hers to lock? No, she just got she got hers around the same time that you got yours. Oh, okay. Well, I'm like she said it's because of my hair texture, which yeah. my hair texture is always a problem. And so yeah, it's probably gonna take closer to the year. She didn't tell me that, but from the the, the sound of her voice and the look on her face, I already know it's about to be some bullshit. So I'm gonna just chill on it. No, I'm probably not. I'm probably still gonna ask every time I see her if she sees at least one that's maybe trying. No, um, ask. And then she won't let me cut these off. No, don't. If they unravel this time, they're about two two minutes from being shoppity. I have I have a lot that would unravel, like over here. But like once they started locking, it was fine. But you know, I always tell you, like my perimeter, my edges, as they would say, and the kitchen, it's looser, so they don't go into my locks all the time. So that's why you see I got this. What is that? Mm, gotcha. What is this? Make me mad. That was yeah, I need to retwist my hair, honestly, but working out, like, what's the point? I retwisted my hair before I went to see Adele. The next week, I was back in the gym. By Thursday, you couldn't even tell no more. I couldn't even tell I had a retwist. Ridiculous. Um, but, you know, what's life? Moving along. Life of a black girl. <laughs> life of a black girl. Life of a black girl. Welcome to it, um, you're welcome for that. Um, Zuko is looking at me like, girl. I'm looking at you like, girl. <laughs> and I sing to Zuko all the time, so I don't know what oh, he is. Zuko. I'm going to send up a prayer for that man. Do I'm you so want him? sorry, dog, for you. Hell no. You know how many times, do you know how many times my brother has asked me? It's because you don't like him. him. She don't you like said him. I don't. I was about to say something, but I caught myself because I can't say that on the air. But I won't. I'm about to text it to you. <laughs> he's really looking at me. Tracy, I that hate when he stares funny. at me. I feel like he's like trying to suck the soul out of my body. Like all he does probably is because he's like, is that the only way she's going to stop singing to me? I got to figure like, this out. First of all, he loves when I sing to him. Don't. Okay. Don't do that. Okay. Anyway, moving along. So, we don't have a game today, y'all, but I have book talk drama. And it's not even really drama drama. It's just something that I'm tired. I'm, I'm tired of this narrative from Black folks who read. So, there's this girl. I don't know her name, but I do know she's light-skinned. And why do I know she's light-skinned? One, I've seen her video everywhere. And two, people have started to describe her as you know that light-skinned girl that's saying eclectic <laughs> on tiktok so that's that i don't know her name her but during jesus Devonte christ black history Devontae. she said oh speaking of pause i did go see ant-man and the wasp quantumania and let me tell you jonathan majors is a man that is he was a in man. there that yeah he's the villain that is a man 
that is a man and i can't wait till season two of loki so i can see him again because that is a man i didn't watch loki oh i love loki it's my second favorite actually i think i did i just don't remember it and what's new about that so yeah what's new about that anyway back on track so um she this girl she gets on and she goes you know Reading fantasy books by Black authors is so hard because fantasy is supposed to be an escape. And I don't want to read books about the struggles that we go through every day as Black people, like racism and brutality and stuff like that. And da 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 da. Bitch, be so astronomically fucking for for real, real bro. What are you even saying? Because, first of all, and it's during during Black History Month, you couldn't pick. March, you couldn't wait January. Even. You could have done this January thirty first, but you chose to do it in the middle of Black History Month. Like I'm not understanding, and I'm getting so sick. And then there's people agreeing with her. That that's what really gets me. And well, they're like, you "Well, know, you need to read. Got sheep. You you need to read indie authors and et cetera, et cetera." My whole thing is you and the shorty talking about how she can't find black romance without struggle up, y'all need to get together and make a video and just admit that you don't like reading about black authors. And period. And then period. and then she even said I don't understand that second one. I remember talking she, about her and I don't get that. And she this girl was like, yeah, even in some of my work, there's racism. So you're talking about yourself? So you're talking about it's hard to read your own work? I'd be like, so it's about you. Make okay. it make fucking sense because as someone who is a fantasy reader and has been a fantasy reader, all fantasy books have some form of oppression in them. The only difference between the ones from white authors versus the ones from black, brown, and indigenous authors is the skin color. Mm. So just say you don't want to read something by black or brown authors because all fantasy has oppression in it. Star Wars. You know, I can proudly say I have Game never of Thrones. watched Star Wars movie. I've Love never Game watched Star Wars either, and I will never watch Star Wars. But I, my or best Lord friend, of the Rings. I could do without. Never that one either. My best friend loves Star Wars, so I know some things about the Star Wars oppression. Lord of the Rings, oppression. Game of Thrones, there's oppression everywhere. Um, a dystopian fantasy future. Hunger Games, oppression. But it's so good. What's that other one? Uh, I read them books like two Divergent. Oppression. Also like Maze Runner. Oppression. Oppression. I could go on for It actually stems from oppression. All of that. Harry fucking Potter, written by the transphobe queen her fucking self. Oppression. So I don't understand. I'm not understanding why all of a sudden when black people do it, it's a problem. And oh my God, you can't read fantasy and you can't it's escape. It's a problem when we do anything. Like it, but it, let me it tell just, you, we read some great stuff. Black and brown authors. So they need to we listen just, to our podcast and get them some knowledge because I don't understand. It's not that. even that they need to listen to the podcast. They need to Google or like educate themselves or get off fucking TikTok because I, I know for our podcast and you can hear them calling them out. I know for a fact you be on that TikTok and you see the things and you actively choose to ignore them. Actively. Because there's there's no, there's absolutely no way. Because then if 
a black person writes a fantasy book and it has nothing to do with anything, you're going to be mad. Mm-hmm. Because the world wasn't built right, the story doesn't make sense, you'll be mad. Something, but then you'll something go, is going to be wrong. You'll go read Cassandra Clare and those books, because I had to stop reading them with her incest in them and find that totally okay. Like, I'm not... I, I don't just, understand that. That don't make sense for sure. I'm just not fucking understanding. Because, I mean, isn't that also a form of oppression? So. And there's also other oppression in the book. Hmm. It's just that you know, the difference is you hate the characters people. are white. The characters are white. The characters are white and they don't look like you. It's also, the, it, it reminds me of when white people are like, oh, I can't read that because I can't relate. Or I can't watch that because I can't relate. But I've been having to relate to the shit that y'all write and make all my fucking Forever. life. And I don't. I don't relate to Susie with the blonde hair. Because for a while, I feel like there really wasn't a lot of black writers available in that we mostly had to read white authors. Really? Oh, and then she also said that um, someone in the comments was like, oh, I think it's because it's big publishing companies. That's why you need to read indie authors because... Uh, big publishing companies, they want to make sure the book is black enough. Let me tell you something, people, you stupid-ass cunts. There are two books that I have read. There are a series. The Poison Heart and This Wicked Fate. And that is by a black author, and it's fantasy. And guess what? There's no oppression. And she is at a big publishing company, so I don't know what, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't have to be, like, yes, support our indie authors, but you don't have to read fantasy books by an indie author that is of color in order to not have to deal with things that have to do with oppression. But I also need people to recognize and realize that all fantasy books have some form of oppression. Every single fucking one of them. So just admit that you don't want to read the ones by people that look like you. Because essentially it's what it sounds like it's boiling down to. Because in my mind, why wouldn't you want to read a fantasy book about something that we go through day to day and we beating these bitches asses and we coming out on top? Why wouldn't you want to read something like that? Because we definitely ain't coming out on top in America. No, not at all. We are, we're never going to come out on top in America. That's, that's the unfortunate part. Even the I mean, immigrants here hate us. And I'm like, bro, you, what? How do you come to my home and hate me? Because that's what they they make it. The pe- you know what? I'm not even gonna get into that because I'm gonna say something and we gonna get one hundred percent canceled. because <laughs> <laughs> it's even something that I told my therapist, and my therapist said, "How many people have you said this out loud to?" A lot, actually. So how much it costs? A lot. <laughs> A lot. Um, and that yes. word 21 said a lot. I forgot what the words were. I know that's in the song, though. How many cries I got? A lot. It's a stupid song, but it's a catchy song, unfortunately. You know what? You know what? You know what? I don't remember what this is in reference to, this text that you sent me, but you're 100% fucking right. And my therapist realized was, that last week. It was in regards to you telling Zuko that I hate him. I do not hate him. I can't say the same about what you sent me. So, exactly. Um, 
I can't say the same. You need some Jesus. That's funny. I got him. I got Jesus because you know what? Today's the first day of Lent. Today's the first day of Lent, mm. and I congratulations. I'm struggling. You survived. But um, well, I guess the day ain't over yet. I'm having a hard. I'm, <laughs> you got this. You got this. I'm, I, I'm right. not going to lie either. When I woke up this morning and I was making sure to put all my stuff away, I may or may not have had a, a bowl that was half full and I was not about to let that go to waste. So I said, listen, we're not wasteful in this house. Waste not. Should have waited till Sunday. Waste not. It so, wasn't going to be a waste on Sunday. Well, I wasn't thinking that I was going to do the, the the whole rules because I couldn't remember ever doing it. And then my mom was like, no, girl, because we always gave up food items, so I just wouldn't buy the food. I said, oh, that makes sense. Like, we gave that up Kool-Aid. We gave up Kool-Aid one time. I think I was, like, a oh sophomore my. in high school. I haven't had Kool-Aid since. That's funny. Like, I, I don't know when the last time I had Kool-Aid. The I last time I actually had Kool-Aid was when I went to that soul food restaurant in California when I went to go visit Lulu. I mean, I have Kool-Aid when I go to Lolo's, but I mean, like at home, nah, but in I've Lolo's, never it been be, there. Oh, so good. And they be hitting every, every time. Girl, <sighs> I get paid green, next Tuesday, so we're going to go. They're, they're dirty rice. They're cornbread. Oh my fucking God. They're okay. cornbread. They're butter rice. They're sugar butter rice. Okay, I get paid. I get paid next Tuesday, so we're gonna go. Don't worry about it. We're gonna go. Okay. <clears throat> don't don't make that fucking face. We're gonna fucking go. Okay, y'all. I'm about to have to start selling my feet, bro. I literally just said, don't fucking worry about it, cause we're going. You stress me out. <sighs> you stress yourself out. Recording. Okay. Okay. It's so- hilarious. <laughs> so now, y'all, we're gonna get into the review so we're like i said we're reviewing before i let go by kennedy ryan their love was supposed to last forever but when life delivered blow after devastating blow thank you for the yawn yasmin and josiah (laughs) wade found that love alone could not solve or save everything you were not it couldn't save their marriage yasmin wasn't prepared for how her life fell apart but she is finally starting to find joy again she and Josiah have found a new rhythm, co-parenting their two kids and running a thriving business together. Yet, like magnets, they're always drawn back to each other, and now they're beginning to wonder if they're truly ready to let go of everything they once had. Soon, one stolen kiss leads to another, and then more. It's hot. It's illicit. It's all good mm. until old wounds reopen. Is it too late for them to find forever, or could they even be better the second time around? award-winning, best-selling powerhouse author Kennedy Ryan is at her absolute best in this compelling, scorching novel about hope, healing, and what it truly means to love for a lifetime. And usually I don't read that part of the little description, but I had to because Kennedy Ryan put her whole fucking foot. She she did. In Homecoming, or Coming Home, Coming Home, that other one that I read by her, it was good. Like, I love that. People just uh, annoying, but she, yeah, she was in her bag in this book for sure. So, yes, let's get into it. Thoughts, ratings, top tier writing. Love the storyline. Loved the characters. So many quotable moments in the book. Um, Obviously, I've seen them, I've seen the ending coming, 
I think we always go in with this knowledge that obviously they're going to end up back together. And I was yeah. so happy that it happened. Um, little Deja, she needed Lisa Shannon for a mother because uh, my mama don't care what's going on. But you're not going to do little girl. Who? It's talking to me like you're crazy. The daughter. What did you call her? Is her name not Deja? Oh, I don't know why I heard Shannon. Lisa Shannon, my mama's last name. Okay, okay. I said she needed a mother like Lisa Shannon. Actually, I think she needed quite the opposite. I wasn't even mad at her because why are y'all? First of all, go on with your rating, and then I'll it was that. mine is more so how she talked to her. That's never okay. That's fine. Why are you taking your headphones out? Because now I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Because it literally stopped recording. I don't even know if it's still recording. Uh, uh, I hope it's still recording you. It's because you took your headphones out and so it stopped recording. No, you don't. Not when we're recording. Charge your fucking headphones. I don't know. Okay, well, let me stop the recording here. Okay, and we're back. So, we left off. um, We're going over thoughts of the book. Oh, no. Yeah, we're going over your. Yeah, but we were going, it was part of your thoughts of the book. Yeah. But all in all, I loved it. Um, Very well crafted. It ended perfectly. I loved all of it. All of it. I loved them sneaking around. I loved all of it. I loved all of it. Um, So I also really enjoyed the book. The whole time I was like, is this really second chance romance when y'all in close proximity with each other every fucking day? Like y'all see each other every day. And y'all still in love. Everybody can see that y'all still. Everybody. Everyone can see that y'all still in love with each other, but y'all. But y'all. Y'all getting on my nerves. They got on my nerves for a long time. They got on my nerves too. In terms of Deja, I agree with you that how she was talking to her mom was disrespectful and not okay. However, you have also told me how your mama is. So how your mama would have reacted would not have been okay either because because everyone in that household went through grief yeah and the thing that bothered me that was getting me the whole time is because i was just like parents really act like their kids don't see anything like they don't see anything or they don't hear anything yeah and so yeah y'all are yasmin was working on getting back to herself so that she could actually live and survive but also at the same time, your kids were very young. They lost their aunt and then also lost a, a brother that they were supposed to have. And then lost what other normalcy they had, which was yeah. the family unit. And neither one of y'all talked to them about that. And the whole time I was like, if y'all don't just talk to this girl. See, and I think if the y'all, difference if is. You don't, 
go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I would say, like, they don't have, you don't have to, like, tell all the business. Like, you don't have yeah. to tell every single thing. Like, I understand that. But also at the same time, and maybe this is just because, you know, I'm in therapy. But also at the same time, I feel like y'all should have talked to you. Like, kids think that, oh, they're resilient. They don't hear anything. They don't yeah. see anything. But she's, she was also 13 years old. So, like, when she told, when she told Josiah, well, she just went crazy in X, Y, Z. And then he got stern with her and was like, your mother was yeah. going through a lot. Don't, like, being stern with her and being like, don't talk to your mother like this. Like, I yeah. understand that. But I also feel like, I mean, and yes, it did end up happening in the book. So I am kind of jumping ahead of the review. So it did happen in the book. But I also feel like if they all would have went to therapy as a fucking family unit, unit things would have yeah. been different. Even if they would have, even if Yasmin, like, once she got out of that space, and, like, I know she said that she talked to them about going to therapy, but mm -hmm. I feel like even once she got out of that space, if she, like, really talked to them, because there are grown adults that don't understand how that kind of grief yeah. affects somebody. Yeah. Like, losing losing something that was in your body for so long. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, they, there are people who don't understand how that grief works. Yeah. So you think a child who lost her aunt, then lost a baby brother, and then now her parents are divorced, is going to look at you and be, especially when all she saw was her dad going to work, avoiding the problem, and then she sees yeah. you sitting in the problem and just sees you as the problem because to her, her dad looks okay. To everybody, Josiah looks okay. Yeah. Josiah looked like he got over it. And so, like, the whole time, like, when she would say so, I'd be like, now, nah, girl, you really pushing it. But I'd also be like, now, Yasmin. Stop being afraid and pussyfooting around your daughter and just talk about I, the whole time I was like, if these motherfuckers just don't talk about their problems. Okay. So but this is where I, I really enjoyed it. This is where I'm going to speak again on the Deja thing. Yes, my mama was crazy. Okay. But my mama, regardless of what was going on, she communicated to us. She allowed us to come to her and question things, ask questions if we were concerned about something. But when her and my dad separated, one of the first things she did was put us in therapy. She's very open with us. So then at that point, however we behave after that, that's on us. Because she's given us every opportunity to come to her without doing that. I will give my mama that. She's still crazy. Yeah, but they didn't have she, that. I'm, that's why I said she needed my mama. She needed my mama because at the end of the day, baby girl, what you're not going to keep doing is talking crazy to me. Because what happened to my brother? That little nigga got shipped off to Oklahoma. It took him a minute to realize, oh, maybe this ain't the best place for me. But he realized that it was the bed he made, so he stayed there. But Lisa ain't taking that. She because gets, like she gets that you're going through something. Like She understood what my brother was going through, like losing his brother his parents divorcing like it literally almost the same yeah. thing so it's like she she held us and it was all happening at the same time just like in this story the only difference is the brother wasn't a baby um but like literally be, literally after he died two maybe three weeks later our favorite aunt on my dad's side passed away and then a couple months later, uh, one of my favorite aunts on the family side passed away. There was a lot going on at that time. So it was like 
she did send me away for a little bit. That's when she sent me to Germany. There was just way too much going on. So I was there for a month just trying to just let everything go. She did not want me to go, but she knew I needed to go. So it was like she knew and she knows how to talk to people, how to handle people, but don't play with her. Play with somebody else's mama because what you're not going to do, what you're not going to do is talk to her crazy after she didn't she gonna give you a few good times and then it's over after that yeah which is also understandable but and however <laughs> but and however if because if deja would have had that not saying that she probably wouldn't have still acted she blamed out her mama on everything but i feel everything. like i mean i would honestly i probably would have blamed my mama for everything too because if you're hearing stuff, if you're hearing stuff, and they when they went back in time and talked about what happened that night, yeah, and you're hearing that, and you're just hearing them argue all the time as a yeah. kid, but you see one parent seems okay, yeah. and the other parent is just like erratic, and then your whole family unit breaks down, and there's no familiarity, yeah. you're gonna blame the parent that you think is at fault because you don't again. She doesn't know what's going. She's thirteen years old. Yeah. So all she sees is we have all this loss, and now y'all are getting a divorce. And I feel like you're either gonna act like Deja acted, or you're gonna act like Kasim, where it's like you want to make sure your mom is super okay. You want to make sure you're yeah. doing. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was like that. I think even though it bothered me, and the whole time I was like, if y'all don't just talk, if y'all just talk to each other, da da da. Literally, that was all. I they think. Had to- Dude. That's all they had to do, but I feel like she wrote that, like all the their experiences so well, because mm-hmm. that's what happens. Like I think I even texted you, maybe no, I didn't text you, but I did write it down. I was like, it's so strange how grief and a bad season in life can tear relationships apart, that's especially if, because if you don't, that. if you don't know how to communicate, if you don't, if you don't know how to it's communicate those you things, communicate through that. It's going to ruin it. And you know what? Reading this book while I was going through what I was going through also really, like, helped me realize, oh, shit, I'm not, I'm always, communication is key, communication is key. And I shut the fuck down. Because if I feel like, if I share my feelings and I even get one hint in my head that someone is going to gaslight me because that's what I'm used to people doing, I'm going to shut down. I'm just not going to talk about my feelings. And I was like, OMG, Josiah, are we twins? Twinsies. <laughs> just vibe, twin, just vibe. Because that's that was you for sure. Because me, I don't I don't actually have a problem talking about like what I'm I can actually communicate very well. I probably communicate too well in relationships, and I'm okay with that. Um, but what I was gonna say is there was a quote, there was like a, several quotes in this book that I like. But one in this in this instance where they are talking about their loss and their grief, one of the main things that she said was in the vows, it says, till death do you do us part. But we made the mistake of thinking that it had to be our death that did us part. I was like, God, damn. that was deep. Bitch. That was deep as fuck. Because, yeah, you automatically just assume that means until one of us dies. But they always say grief is like one of the hardest things to overcome in marriages especially if it's like a parent or something like that because people don't know how to communicate their grief Mm -hmm. and they communicate it differently just like these two people 
do. And so that makes it that much harder to keep the strength in the relationship if y'all know how to talk. And then this fool not wanting to go to therapy and all of that other stuff. I'm just like, bro, literally, if you would have just gone to therapy. When I say my mama put us all in therapy, me, if my brother, her, um, my stepdad had to go. She took him. I don't know how many he went to. I don't remember. Um, But I know he went to some. Like, he didn't come to none with me and my brother because we wasn't having it. Uh, We wasn't having it. <laughs> the things we were saying to our therapist she was like guys he loved y'all <laughs> he like <laughs> we don't care yeah like, just... I everything she wrote was like how she wrote that was so good it and was, I, like, I she wrote this book she wrote this book when I was, when I was thinking about it and I was like I mm. I think with even with Liz, I don't communicate. My I wait until after I've either gone through the thing or, like, I'm in the middle of my breakthrough. Like, I'm about to break out of it. And then I'll give y'all, like, very surface-level information about what happened. Like, I don't dive too deep in my feelings. I think when we were on the phone that one day where I was just before I went to Adele, remember that day where we were on FaceTime? That, that's probably maybe... I'm not going to say the last time because, again, I'm working on it, but it might not happen again for a really long time because that was just, it was just there. It was, you called me in and the then, midst. And if it was me, <laughs> every time you go tell me, talk about it. He, you're too and up. you know what? It's okay to I cry. say that to everybody. I, I say that to everybody. Listen, it, it is okay for, to, you know that I don't mind crying. It's the fact that I don't want to cry in front of other people. And, you know, I, I was just, I just like the way that she wrote this stuff down. But I also have a, I have a lot of highlights because I read it on the Kindle. Um, but one of the things that she wrote, the quote was, the therapist was telling her, depression is a liar. If, you, if it will tell you no one loves you, that you're not good enough, that you're a burden, or in the most extreme cases, better off dead, then it can certainly convince you that you're better off without the man you love and that ultimately he's better off without you. And I said, Kennedy, you know, hold on, hold on. I got one. I got one from Josiah's therapist. He says, you have to decide if being afraid to lose Yasmin again is worth not having her. I said, sir, speak that shit. I said, that's some deep. Look, they had some moments. Okay. They had some They moments. had some I actually want to go moment. talk to their therapist too. They had some moments and I loved it. Absolutely Ooh. loved it. Another quote, and then we're gonna move on. <laughs> Another quote is, and I think I'm most grateful for the time, which doesn't always heal all wounds, but teaches us how to be happy again, even with our scars. Mm. Like I want to know where she dug these quotes out of herself and said, "Let's do it. Put it on paper." Because, because girl, she my my god, my god, my, my god. 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 She was on it, but on it. What, 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 what? Oh, who is your favorite character? Okay, I'm gonna give you favorite character. What's this calling me? That's a very long ass name, and the only two, thing I know who that's put there. It's two that's there. That's it. I have the I only reason I, I know it's two different words. I know who that is. Yes, you do. Um. Wait, 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 look, 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 let me try to draw it. 
You okay, know that's what I thought. But you know sign language. Oh, yeah, so do you. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> okay, he's um, interrupting our time. Hold on. Reclaiming my time. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, so favorite character and with said character, I'm going to give you favorite quote. Because this is the number one quote off top from this whole entire book. I was definitely in it for the long haul after this. Hendrix, favorite character, period. Hendrix is me. I am she. She said, go in there. Go in there and bring your bad bitch back. Bad bitch, bad bitch, bad bitch, bad bitch. I said, this bitch, that's my girl right there. That's my friend. That's me. I... That was I, I love I, I loved Hendrix too. I, I really liked her. Um Oh, and I loved how Josiah told the DJ to play her song. I was like, All right, all right, Josiah. That's my jam too. I'm not even gonna lie. It, girl, it, it should be everybody's jam. It should be like, it should be everybody's jam. It should be everybody's jam. My uh my supervisor is on his playlist. It's on his playlist. The other day I forgot what song it was. Oh, mind you, this is an old British white man, fifty years old. He stopped in the middle of the gym and he was like, I forgot what song it. <laughs> he cracks me up. His playlist be why he have some R. Kelly on there. He got some of the, the Keith Sweat on there. I said, these kids don't know nothing about this. They don't know nothing about this. What we doing? Grab it. What, what, what we doing? Okay, anyway. Um, so yeah. Hey, your favorite um, character. I don't mm, I really loved Hendrix. I wish we got more of Hendrix. I'm but hoping I she's she's gonna get her own book. She's gonna get her own. She's gonna get. I think she's gonna be the third book because yeah. Soledad is the second book. Yeah, um, she's definitely. If them two get in their book, she get in the book. And that's and why. And that's that's why I was thinking. I was like, oh, that's why we're getting more Soledad because Soledad is gonna be the second book. Yeah. Um, which I already know I ain't gonna like her husband. I already oh, yeah, know. No, piece of shit. Piece um, of shit. I don't know. I really don't think that I have a fav- a solidified favorite, but I really did like Hendrix. Um, but my favorite quote is from the beginning of the book, mm-hmm. uh, when Josiah is talking about like how he's supposed to hold everything, mm-hmm. and when he's sick and stuff, and he says, "Finding someone you can laugh with when everything hurts will put stuff happily ever after for me." Oh, I love like, that one. Y'all too. couldn't laugh together when everything hurt. But you know what? That, that was one of Look, my favorite Like, that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. That was probably like one of my favorite quotes. Also, I just absolutely love romance novels. And Second Chance Romance is like my second favorite romance trope <laughs> after Friends to Lovers. And then followed by uh, Marriage of Convenience or Close Proximity. Like Evelyn. So, that was definitely uh, a matter of convenience. Yeah. Um, that crazy hoe. Also, in the book, I don't know, in the book, so there's like a discussion question, and mm. then she also put recipes from the different... Um, yes, you have, because I want some of them recipes. I have it. I have okay. it. Like she did Actually, the, I want like, all of them. Okay, I'll send you all of them. Yeah, I'm like, I want all um, of them. But I do like once after we do like our thing, I am I do want to add to this podcast. Surprise, surprise, it's probably gonna be long, guys. But <laughs> I am surprise. gonna ask like maybe one or two questions from her discussion questions. Um Oh yes, I forgot about the discussion questions. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's let's really get into the nitty-gritty of everything. Because I have some thoughts about Josiah. 
because all of this could have been avoided. He wouldn't have gotten divorced if he would have just taken acid the therapy in the first place. Period. And what really, the one thing that bothers me about Josiah is that, so you'll go to therapy for your son. I mean, big ups, black man. Please go to therapy and let your black son know that talking to somebody is okay. But I'm like, he like, needed you to go back in too. Your wife needed you to go to therapy. That would have saved your marriage if you would have just went to therapy then instead of being the person you promised forever to. That you'd always be there for. She needed you to be there for her, my G. And where were you? I actually think that I (laughs) highlighted it or something when he said that because it was it was just like I understand that so many people feel like talking to someone isn't going to help, and we all know those of us in therapy we know that it's not just talking to someone. There's also like so many forms of help that you can get when you yeah. have like PTSD etc yeah, yeah so many things but I feel like what people also don't understand is that sometimes just talking to someone is what you need like you're not going to need that person to give you the solution but just getting it out of your head and like talking about it I hate you so much <laughs> no it's not that <laughs> okay. hold on hold on no 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 it's worse <laughs> Especially because you already know your baby's not alive. Like, and then she's blaming herself because she couldn't get up fast enough to get the help. And, like, all of that is also going on in her mind. Like, this is And then not only that, she was sitting in that place to the point where she wanted to die. And the only thing that held her together was the fact that she had two other kids. Thank God she had the two other kids. But you couldn't even, like, understand why... When you came home from work, she was sitting in that nursery, staring at the wall every damn day. Because men don't, they don't think. Like, really, they don't think. All they see is, okay, I know this happened, but dang. Because they don't harp on nothing. And that's, Honestly, that's society's fault. Because it's like, you know, you're the man. You're supposed to fix things things up and not let your emotions show. And I understand. And then, you know, he also lost his both his parents at a young age. Yeah. And then he lost his aunt. So, like, he never got to, like, grieve that. And feel that and do the emotions of that. So, of course, he's going to do what he knows how to do, which is just 
push forward. Yeah. But I think what bothered me so much about it was the fact that he kept saying that Yasmin couldn't be trusted. Yeah. And all this kind of stuff. And it's like, oh, because I put it in all caps right here. Because I said, Josiah saying Yasmin can't be trusted really bothers the fuck out of me. <laughs> Your wife was going through something and you couldn't even bother to go to therapy or really be there for her. You can't be trusted now. Like, you can't be trusted. Literally. All you had to do was go to fucking therapy. All y'all had to do was talk to each other. But then it it circles right back around to communication because we all, a lot of us, don't know how to communicate our feelings. And also, two, grief is a bitch. Grief is a, a stupid ass, stubborn ass, cunty ass bitch. And if you don't know how to communicate your feelings, you definitely not gonna know how to navigate grief. No. And yeah, no. That was really my whole thing. Cause even, but even her, like, even she wasn't communicating yeah. what she needed properly. Like, I get it. At that moment, you just want him to understand what you need. But in reality, mm-hmm. everybody got to communicate. And y'all got to learn how to communicate to... with each other. But then also, too, at least she went and got help. Yeah. Because she could have just stayed in that place. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I feel like with Yasmin, it's like, at least she recognized, okay, I need help. We need help. And she went in and was like, let's get help. But then you didn't want to do it. Yeah. I just. And then, like, see, I know that we didn't, like, get a lot of Deja and Cecile, but then again, because I'm thinking back, because she wrote the, she wrote each character and how they were going through all the things together, like, so well, yes. especially the kids, because, like, it really made me sad when they went to do the parent-teacher conference for Cecile. And how the teacher was like, okay, so we want to move him up. But then when she got to the journal thing, you know, Josiah got a little beside himself. Yeah. What the fuck you talking about? Did. But it's like, your son is obsessed with death. And as someone who is also obsessed with death, but not in the way that Cassine is obsessed with death, like, afraid, like, I understand that I'm going to lose people type of thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, Cassine, he was very young when he lost those people. And so he doesn't know how to talk about that. Y'all don't aren't talking to him about it. This bitch is really taking pictures. No, you, I'm doing right something. Now. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's not she just really a picture. Does, like, she does not give a fuck about me. No! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of you. Sick of you. <laughs> but, like, I was just like, Cassian was just very much precious to me because he always wanted Yasmin to know that he was okay. And he always wanted Yasmin to be happy. And then on the flip side, you have Deja because Deja was the one holding the scene while they were fighting. Yeah. Which of course they didn't again because y'all don't y'all don't talk to each other. You didn't know this either until she one of them. My I think thing was why y'all like, think they couldn't hear y'all if y'all yelling what? like that's and just stupid. Like, and I'm like, cause y'all went to the garage that echoes because I'm sure that helps. Like y'all sound dumb. Right, is it soundproof or something? Because last time I checked, they echoed. It's not. It's not. 
it's not it's not obviously because they heard everything but obviously if i hear y'all arguing in the house i'm about to go sneak closer to the garage because duh i shouldn't be listening because it's making me sad but i'm a kid and i'm nosy i'm going to go listen i'm a kid and i'm nosy and then i was also like you know what and i was thinking about i was like with deja like she kasim is going into her room Mm -hmm. she's the one making shielding her brother and trying to like calm her brother down from from everything that happened i mean honestly maybe if it was me i don't know for sure but maybe it's me i'd probably be mad at both i would be mad at both of them because Um, why are you making my mama go through this by herself but i also understand why she was just mad at yasmin because like i was just thinking like again there are adults that don't understand postpartum depression. They yeah. don't understand the depression a woman goes through when she miscarries as a stillbirth. People don't understand, like, as adults. So I was like, that, that what was she, 10, 11, or 13 when that 13. happened? 13, yeah, 13. Like, she's, all she's going to see is all this terrible shit happened to us, and y'all just fell apart. Yeah. I think for like, me, I would have blamed both because okay, I see that my mama is really sad. Like, she just lost a baby. And she's upset with my dad. But also, all I see is my dad going to work, and he's not consoling my mama. Like, that's how... Yeah, like, my mind would work like that. Both of y'all getting blamed for something. Because let me tell you something. When I blew up on my mama and my dad for arguing, like, we couldn't hear them, I went in there. I was like, y'all need to stop this. I cussed and everything. Because I'm like, he's sitting right out here. He hears exactly what y'all saying. And y'all ain't helping the situation at all. Y'all need to figure that out. Because this is his problem. This is why he's doing this. <laughs> like, But you, you want to know something? I also wonder if I would have blamed both of them or would have just been like, okay, but you got two other kids here. So like maybe stop crying over that baby and like take care of me. Like, I don't know. That's also, you know but I would saying? probably, you would probably, honestly, I think all of those things would go into play like we still here too and we still need love and attention so it's like i would probably be more angry and blaming them but that would be a part of the blame like y'all are doing this but you're also forgetting but she was still doing for them too though so it's like uh, i don't know but even but even yasmin said it was like she was a shell of herself so it yeah, was she was like going she the was motion, doing yeah. for them, like it was, but it was like mostly her going through the motion. But like yeah. when they talked, when like she finally like talked to Deja, and like I don't know, cause you know I see what I read, yeah. But when they finally like talked to Deja, and she was telling Deja what she was going through, and they were having yeah. that interaction, yeah. in my mind I could just see like. Because Deja had a hard exterior with her mom. Like, she put up those It was definitely softening in that moment, for but sure. But you could definitely, like, I could, it was like the walls were coming down. And in my head, I was like, see, if we would have done this two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, they she was in her own grief, so she couldn't. Like, parents, so she couldn't. She couldn't. I parents get think it. that they're protecting us by doing those things. And I'm like, but I get it. Your not. heart was in the right place, but that's not what I need you to do. Like, I don't need you to do that for me. Literally the opposite. Because if I see you going through it, and then all of a sudden you want to act like everything's hunky dory fine and you back to normal. Right. Oh, I got something I want to ask you. Because this is my thought. Any and everybody 
who is looking, seeing, and peeping anything between Yasmin and Josiah, you can tell, even in the book, you can tell that they are in love with each other still. Vashti. What were you thinking? Is it Vashti? Is that how they pronounce it? Yes. Because I was saying Vashti. It's Vashti. Because it was it was definitely giving me a Middle Eastern name. Me too. Vashti. It was you know, I it's Vashti. But when uh, they said she was from she was Creole from, from Louisiana, I said, Oh, maybe I'm saying this incorrectly. Yeah, you were definitely saying it wrong. Uh, Cause at first I thought so too, but then I was like, mm, "That don't make sense." Cause this is about black. This is for us blacks. Uh, so you know, I was like, "No," but yeah, it's that shy. And so I was like, "So sis, you you still want to play insecure, even though you 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 went in? I know you can tell they still in love with each other. I don't understand. First of all, first of all why that bitch in my house? First of all. Kiki, y'all eating pizza on my couch, food up. Why is she my in couch? my house and you didn't feel the need to at least let me know? Could, that's what I said. You can at least let her know so she not Let me know. Like, like, don't let me walk into my house and see you, my kids, and this chick sitting on my and couch, Kiki and Buddy you, Buddy. Why you looking at my man that's not my man like this? That I asked for a divorce from that's not my man for show, for show. And why? He's still my what man. What got me, what got me is that, oh, because I put, are, are, Vash, I see, I'm about to say it again. Vashti and Josiah fucking? It was obvious to me. Because why else she in your house? Why you bring, why? Yeah, then because y'all, y'all part, no. Because why you bringing her why, in my house? Why is she in my house? And then what got me is when Josiah was like, well, you know, she knows that she's the first person I have dating da, 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 da. i don't want to hurt her she sees it every time she looks at you because every time it was on josiah or yasmin every time she looked at yasmin it was weird but then every time she would josiah would look at her after he had an interaction with yasmin her he would mention how her face would change briefly and then she put she put up a mask again Bitch, you knew this man was not over his ex-wife. You so why knew. are you doing this to yourself? It's it, it was obvious to everybody. Also, your boss. I mean, they say he was fine though. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that's kind of messy in itself. Look, from what they described that man, I want that man. If he was my boss, I'd shoot my shot too. We ain't got to tell nobody. I don't know how to keep a secret. I, I, <laughs> like, listen. I don't know how to keep it secret. Listen, let's keep let's it on the low. Let's keep it on the low. When we in this restaurant, we are cordial co-workers. Period. Period. But even in the beginning, when Yasmin dropped them kids off and she touched his arm, I said, I don't that know was, that, that was, arm. That was, that, was, that was when I knew they was fucking. Because I was like, because why are you so comfortable touching him like that? Why are you so intimate. comfortable touching him? That's way too intimate. And then when she went to the for co-workers but why are you at my house why are and you the whole was... time the whole time i'm thinking why are you doing this to yourself that's what i, I was put, thinking Shit, I, I was i was wondering why josiah was doing it to himself like my guy you think this is gonna stop something you see this woman you see your ex-wife every single day multiple times a day so, sir, what okay. makes you think you about to get over this woman? You're not. And the way, you're the way not. That he, 
the way Yasmin described, I was like, well, do y'all need an addition? Maybe that'll help y'all. Because she sound like she a bad bitch, too. Bad bitch, bad bitch, bad bitch. Like him said. I like me a bad bitch. And I like me a fine nigga. So if y'all just need a a little peripheral to get through your hard struggles, I'm not trying to to set up a unicorn situation with some fictional characters, (laughs) ma'am. No, ma'am. She shouldn't have written them the way that she wrote them. Because let me tell you, she wrote them. Okay? Talking about about all that hip. All that ass, all that she, cleavage, yeah, bro. That's that's your thing. That Calm ain't my, down. That ain't my truth. Calm down. Um, and then she was talking about Josiah being a tall, fine girl. Now Josiah, chocolate I was like, hey, daddy, hey, daddy. I said, oh, so both of y'all fine. So basically, both of y'all just need me. Imagine how beautiful and their kids me. are. That's what I'm saying. Imagine how beautiful. Never mind. Mm, moving right along. Moving right along. But there was one point after the whole at Thanksgiving dinner, I said, "Gosh, Kyle, I got to talk. Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Let him. I'm go. like, let that man go ASAP. Let that man go because he' about because to embarrass you. If you can see, everybody sees the Google guy. Every fucking body, even Mark, Matthew, everybody. Michael, Mark. Girl, can you Mark. say that man's name? Mark." Mark Lancaster. Mark Lancaster. Because also a non motherfucking factor, white man. He was literally a non motherfucking factor. I'm like, you actually played this. Kennedy. Now Kennedy. That that one, I was like, why he gotta be this? You just had to throw one in there, didn't you, girl? Why you do that? You had to do that. But I I even put here, I was like, Y'all really think nobody sees the way that y'all look at each other? I'm reading the book. Y'all aren't even real, and I can see how y'all look at each other. Literally. I'm like, y'all y'all really be looking at each other, lusting over each other, but also loving each other. Like, y'all being real dumb right now. Like, the whole entire book, they were being dumb. I love her when her mama came to visit, because she was like, so y'all gonna keep on being dumb. Y'all gonna, so I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and just interrupt all of this while y'all being dumb. Get upstairs and said, help oh. her pack. Go help her pack. She no, needs your help. It was- it was, oh, Vashtar had left uh, some Tupperware in the kitchen. Go ahead and get it. You know that lady over there. You know that lady over there. You know that lady there. Go help you know her get she, ready. Now, you know. You know she don't need his help. Mama Carol. You know that's going to cause some problems. You know she probably ain't got no clothes on and up there. Like, you, you're doing too much, mama. Mind your business, like you're, mama. You're doing Mind your business. too much. Oh, and then I also put, ooh, when they go to Charlotte, they gonna fuck and fuck they Oh, did. and girl, fuck they did. <laughs> I was like, let me, I was like, I need a man. I, like, I had to put the book down. I said, oh, let me put my phone down real quick because this girl. is getting a little too hot and heavy for me. It's been a little minute. Alright. Girl, because it, it was, it was like, the way she described with such passion, with such passion. When they got that cookie in the garage, I said not with the gaggle of girls upstairs. Not with the, I, the, and something like that is up my alley. Same. <laughs> because same. I sat, and I literally put that in all caps when they got it in the car. I was like, I loved it. 
I loved it because that's definitely something I would do. But it's definitely the fact that Josiah just, immediately after they spoke, maybe the second time, the next morning, went to his therapist. Girl, straight to the therapist. He was probably immediately going 90 and a 45 immediately girl no it was even faster it was even faster when she told him how she still felt about him that man said in an hour i gotta go emergency session right oh all of a sudden you want a therapist all of a sudden you want a therapist and i also put if these fools don't just tell each other they want each other back and that was getting on my nerves because y'all y'all getting on my nerves even Miss Mary, even Miss Mary and Charlotte, gonna tell tell you, girl, it's not too late. It's and I'm like, if you don't listen, because Mama know, I hate the way they were sharing food. The way they listen. First of all, if I was washed her, I would have ruined everybody's motherfucking Thanksgiving. Because what Everybody. you not gonna do what in my face, in front of the family, bitch, the way you looking at the bitch because she made some lemon cake by your auntie. Lemon. Now you get not sentimental, and you get not in my face because it, not in my face. Because you know this, because you know this bitch can't cook, and it tastes just like your auntie. That's why she didn't showed up. What's the fact that Yasmin even invited her? Let's let's also start there because Yasmin was also doing too much, trying to be too friendly, trying to be like, I know y'all. No, y'all both know that y'all want each other back because they would both be like, well, the way she's looking at me, well, the way he's looking at me, the way he talked to me. Oh, it was just a moment. No, bitch, that's forever. It was not a moment. That's a forever kind of thing. Men don't just Why look at women like that for the sake of looking. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, I, I, I need someone to look at me like that. Period. And I'm going to be like, oh, you still love me. But then again, everybody Period. still love me out there. So, you know. Period. Um, before I get to um, the questions from the book, because I'm. Oh, I got one more favorite quote. Okay. From Hendrix herself. I don't remember what it was in regard to. I think it was the men in church, but she said, I like them horny and highly favored. I say, yes, hallelujah. Won't he do it? Amen. Hey, absolutely. Amen. Won't he do it? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Ain't that what Madeira said? It was great. It was great. Oh. Okay, two two more favorite quotes for me. This one is from uh, Yasmin's therapist. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Yasmin's therapist. And this is when she's like, you need to put on the calendar when you don't forgive yourself. And Yasmin's like, it doesn't work like that. And her therapist is like, it can work like that. You can't change what has already happened, what you did or decided. So you have two choices. Wallow in it, stay in the chokehold of guilt and shame that hold you back from like the phase of your life, or decide you've punished yourself long enough for things you can never change, and set a date when you'll forgive yourself and move forward. And this was about her telling Josiah about how she felt. It was also right before she had that conversation with Deja. And then she was like, "We'll put it on the calendar for today." That's right, girl. You you put get your life back. Today. So that was one quote, and then the other quote was the. <laughs> let me get to it. Let me get to it. The other quote was, um. She said, "Yasmin told Josiah, but I want to stand with you when it rains, when the wind comes, when it's hard, and the odds are stacked against us. We didn't always do that before." But I believe if and when trials come, we will stand together. Listen, 
it's just something real. that can feel romance. And it was beautiful. This one was perfect. This one was perfect. I don't think perfect. that I would have rewritten anything. I like literally top tier. It was it was so perfect. And maybe it's just me because I I'm a lover gal. I love you you know I am you too and I'm not for me. But you you know how much I'm like, oh my god, love. <laughs> that I've never been in. But oh my god, love. <laughs> like you 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 get all the videos from me, all the things from me. And I was just reading this book the whole time, um, unless they were pissing me off, I was smiling at my fucking phone. I was smiling at my phone. Because I was like, Y'all really love each other. And I they can't really wait till Soledad books Soledad's book comes out because I'm ready for oh. her to get rid of that man. But I think something gonna happen. I don't think she's gonna get rid of him. We, it's probably gonna be like a second two, chance love. I don't like, think it, I don't think hers will be a second chance. I hope not answer. because he's an asshole and he's definitely cheating. So I hope that maybe talking her about, second chance is with something someone else though. Her second chance could be with somebody else. Like mm-hmm. talking about some um when when this is oh, this is also why I liked Hendrix, which I also really like that name. I put it in my name so it's also I like that name, sorry. But this is also why I really like Hendrix because Hendrix kept telling someone that you can be whatever like i understand you got these girls but what about you what about your what life? about you? and then when they i hate when moms then, feel like they can't live for themselves like, anymore just because they had kids like bro yes and i i understand and what soledad was like soledad was also like you know i've always wanted to raise like be there like during those yeah. years like i've always wanted to do that but what pissed me off is when they brought it up and that man that man had the audacity to say that raising our kids is your dream. Yeah. Being I was married like, to a decent ass man is my dream too. The fuck up. But you but over there putting your dick in other bitches. I'm like, but look I what I got. If I went like, and ran a bubble on that, you got here. I'd be wrong. He was, he's a, he gonna, I know he gonna piss us off. We didn't even get too much of him. And I was already oh. over him. Yeah. Anytime he showed up, like I was automatically just annoyed. Like, even just from the thought of his, like, him coming to the party or whatever, I was just like, why are you here, nigga? Why are you here? What you here for? Was it New Year's? I think it was New Year's. I think it was New Year's, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was New Year's. Yeah, he just, he irritated my soul. I was over him quickly. Okay, so hopefully we won't have to get... Okay, okay. Oh, okay, that's something bird. And these recipes that Yasmita sent me. I said, oh, Aunt Bird is all up in place here with the dog, with the house. Aunt Bird was everywhere. Aunt Bird was everywhere. 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 Freaking where. In a way, like when they would talk about Otis and be like, she knew, like she knew, like Otis would need somebody or she knew Josiah would need Otis. I feel like Aunt Bird just knew in general, y'all gonna need something. Yeah. And with Yasmin, it was the recipes. And with Josiah, it was Otis in the house. Because I was like, Aunt Bird is all up in his here. But yeah. that lemon cake, when she made that lemon cake, Aunt and, Bird he, was lemon cake. and he said, oh, this is good. Who Mama made said, did you make this? Who made this? And when Yasmin was like, no, I made it. He was like, but, because you know that bitch can't cook. But it tastes just like my They own. was trying to play her, but everything they tasted that she cooked, they liked. So I'm like, so what's your problem? Yeah, they liked it because it was Aunt Bird's recipe. But apparently she could still mess that up the way they was acting. 
like so I was like that moment I feel like that I feel like after that moment at Thanksgiving was probably when they both realized oh my god something is still here but then they were both being fucking idiots I put over here that that's when Josiah really realized that he needed to let Vashti go he needed to go yeah. ahead and break up with her because again but also, Vash- I hate that her name is pronounced that way because I really want to say Vashti, but it's Vashti. I thought that was I, a weird way to pronounce it, but I was like, all right. I was just really annoyed, like, girl, why are you doing this to yourself? Hoping she like, can get I him did, away. You know, they'd be the one that they think that they can like change everything. So I maybe did she think they've been divorced for like two years, but you've also worked here for two years, right? So you see the way that they look at each other for two years. I think that's what baffled me the most about Vashti and Josiah's relationship. Because, like, the difference between Mark trying to get with Yasmin is that Mark didn't see them every day in that. Right, right. Not every single day. Whereas everybody else, like, in that restaurant, saw them. So what are y'all, what are y'all actually talking about? Yeah. Okay, let me tell you the recipes. So they have Aunt Bird Limoncello Pancakes. The cake she made them made them remember and that's gonna be a popular one. I wanna put my dick in her pussy and her heart. I wanna put my dick so far up in her body that it touches. Our mothers listen to this, you potty mouths. I'll tell my mama she probably don't like this. But I also told my mom I'm an adult and I talk about adult things. That's what I tell my mama. Too. That's your, why she don't listen. Listen at your own risk. That's why. That's why my mama don't listen to things. But my mom has also called me her bisexual whore of a daughter that won't give her grandchildren. So well, that's her. She thing. knows. Um, Josiah's sweet potato pie pancakes. That sounds like a lot. Um, Aunt Evelyn's corn pudding. No, I'm good on that. I'm good on that. And then Solid, I do want to try Solid Dad's vinaigrette. I don't even eat salad, but the way that they were talking about Solid Dad's vinaigrette, I was like, maybe I, I, I need to try salad. this vinaigrette. I think I'm gonna try it. So it has, it has all those recipes. I love a book that has recipes. Me too. I'm gonna have it. Yeah, this thing so, yeah. is wild. It has been going off. Okay, I'm gonna have to tell you about it later. That's wild. Oh. My friend commented to the picture I put of us on uh, Instagram, and she said, that's exactly what I would do. But also, she used to be my trainer for fitness, and I used to fuck her and cuss her out every day. So I think that's the only reason why she said she would have also flipped me off like you did. I mean, I told you, I flipped the camera off, not you per se. You were just on the other side of the camera. If that makes you feel better, my dear, go forth and conquer. Whatever. Um, not Star Trek. <laughs> and I and I've never, I've never watched that either. And that's me neither. I, I've I never. am a level. There are levels to nerddom, but I'm in the level where I could literally just talk to anybody. And it's the fact that I even know what that handsome. That's the only thing I know from in the guy with the funny looking head. Like, they got the weird-looking folks on Star Trek. They do. But they also have my man, LeVar Burton. And I know people look at me crazy every time I say this, but that... You might as well... You might as well say that... Uh, what's his name? Bob Ross is your man. Like... Don't do that. 
Steph, you might as well say that. Don't they from the me. they from the same time. <laughs> they, are from, they are from the they same from time. They from the probably, same time. So like to hear that is like probably date the same kind of women. Mm-hmm. Bar, so, but I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Let me tell you something about. Let me tell you something about Toby. Let me tell you something. Toby. <laughs> let me tell you something about Mister <laughs> with his little dangling ear and Mister Lamar Burton and his salt and pepper beard. I don't know I what it is about that man, but I, I just even... find him very much attractive. And I probably shouldn't because that man taught us how to read. <laughs> Because Reading Rainbow was still on in the nineties, it was great show, great, great show. show. But I think I I have his podcast where he just reads books. I bet it's Barbara in his voice. Maybe that's what it is. But you know, I also find Seth Rogen to be very attractive. So it's the laugh. It's the fact. It's his laugh and the fact that I find him we're funny. talking about this later. We <laughs> we cycling back on this shit. Cause you ain't never said that. We're having a conversation. I've never told you that. No, I've never told you. No. That. Oh, we're talking. Oh man, we're let me talking. tell you. Before we end, end this, I don't even let the listeners know. There was one year for his birthday. I think it was like 2018 or 2019. On Facebook, one of the his pages that I follow on Facebook, they posted a five minute compilation of just him laughing, and I watched it like all day. Back, just back to back to back to back to back. It's just, it's something about his laugh that I just, and he makes me laugh that I just find so attractive. Because, and I know because people look at me crazy, and I'd be like, I know, but that's my man. I'm still look, look, that's your thing, girl. That's I mean, he thing. ain't never, he's never gonna top Jonathan Majors, Michael B. Jordan, or Daniel Kaluuya, John Belaga. I can't wait for the new Creed to come out. I can't wait for the new creep to come out either. And let me tell you who I'm oh, going, going to see, go see it for and in what order. Tessa Thompson, number one, and because oh, I'm excited. Uh, number two, Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors together. Honestly, if they all wanted to have a little oh, something God. with me. I'm going to pray for her, y'all. She's horrible. For Put me in a room with all three of them. Also, they're all in Marvel movies. Also, but put me in a room with all three of them. I'm folding like a fucking lawn chair, especially for Tessa Talk. I don't know. No, there are people mm. I would fold for. Big Sean is one of them. Mm. Fold me three Sean. times, baby. Fold me how three big is times. you? And we all know how big he is. Fold he posted me. it on Twitter fold next me. to his Nintendo Switch. Fold me 39,000 times if you want to, sir. However you want. You on my arm over here? And the other one over here, do it, sir. Because I don't care. When when I went to go see uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, and you know, I go see the movies with Mars and Jonathan Majors, or there was a scene where tell Mars he ain't going to Creed. It was I probably first of all I have to see it with my mom. I'm most likely going to see it with him, and I'll see it with you. I'm going to see it three times. Okay, as long as you know. Well, actually, I probably won't see it with him because I think he hasn't. I don't think he's seen the second one. What? Anyway, that's it's, not the point. It's literally been on TV all week. Literally. If you met Mars, you would just be like, okay, bro, um, whatever. But um, I know we gotta wrap it up. But what I was saying is, is that I was watching a scene and I turned to Marvin in this packed house and I said, "Ooh, that is a man." <laughs> Every time Jonathan Majors was on screen, that is a man. You stupid. That is a man. 
so I gotta be prepared for you to be going in a movie theater. Fucking pretzel. Maybe I ain't going with you.